Welcome to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, motherhood, and faith for the Christian mom who wants to transition from worn out to winning as the mom and woman God called her to be. I'm your host, Dr. Latoya Wiggins, but please just call me Latoya. I just want to be your mommy friend and sister in Christ as I teach you how to no longer feel depleted, but how to develop healthy habits to be nourished, renewed, and rejuvenated with biblical principles that bring peace instead of self-pity. Now let's get nourished together. Welcome back to another episode of the She is a Nourish Mom podcast. Today, mamas, we are going to talk about signs of a worn out mom. Because if you are a worn out mom, I want you to get the help that you need. If you are not currently a worn out mom, let's avoid being worn out. So a worn out mom is someone who typically feels consistent stress. So not stress sometimes. We are all going to experience some form of stress here and there, but it's all about how you manage it. But consistent stress is going to wear and tear, (laughs) take a toll on your body and your mind and your spirit. So signs of a worn out mom, you're going to be feeling consistent stress, which will lead to overwhelm and burnout. That's definitely the stage that we want to avoid is that burnout stage, because that's when you know you have done way too much. (laughs) You have pushed the limit, pushed past the limit of what you can handle mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all those different areas of your life that you need to be well in, in order to be a nourished mom and be able to fulfill your God-given purposes here on earth. So we want to be sure that we are in good shape, good top-notch condition, so we can work for the kingdom, do the work for the kingdom. And we can't do that as worn out moms, all right? So some signs that you are burnout. You are or may feel extremely fatigued, emotionally, physically, and mentally exhausted. You know, extreme exhaustion. You don't feel like doing anything. You don't even have the energy to do anything, right? You may lose interest in different things that you once had interest in. Lack of focus, lack of attention. You have a very hard time concentrating on things and completing your task, staying on task. You may also just really feel tired all the time. You may want to stay in bed all the time. You may dread doing different activities because you just don't have the energy to do so. You may start to feel resentment towards certain people some bitterness or anger because you feel like it might be their fault or if they're part of the problem of you feeling burnt out and worn out. You may have a lack of appetite or <laughs> too much of an appetite. You may be like an emotional eater or just eating too much, just not even paying attention to how you're eating, you're just mindlessly eating instead of being mindful of what you're putting in your body and how much. And that can lead to more problems, more fatigue issues. You may even just feel like giving up on yourself, even giving up on life possibly. So there are just so many bad feelings, bad behaviors that we don't want to experience at all, you know? So we don't want to push ourselves to the point that we are so stressed out that we end up being burnt out. Mama, we don't need to be worn out moms at all. We don't need to be worn out people. That's not how we're supposed to function in life. 
we're supposed to do great work for the kingdom, but that work is supposed to bring God glory and us being burnt out, it's not going to bring him glory. We can't even do great work if we are burnt out. So mamas, I assure you that if you're feeling like you're doing all these things because you must do it, it's for a good reason. I want to assure you that everything that you're doing, it may have purpose, but to learn how to manage things in a way that doesn't cause us to feel stressed out and burdened, okay? So I just want to read a few scriptures to you right now on what we can do when we are feeling burnt out or hopefully avoid burnout. So the first scripture I'm going to read is in the book of Matthew. All right. So Matthew 11 verses 28 through 30, and it reads, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So anytime that you are feeling really stressed out, you may feel lost or just don't know what to do. You feel like you have a lot going on, a lot of weight on your shoulders. You want to look to Jesus to help you. His burden is light. Okay. So that means we should not ever feel like we have so much on us, like the weight of the world is on our shoulders, okay? Another scripture is Hebrews chapter 12, verses two to three. And it talks about looking to Jesus so that you may not grow weary or faint hearted. So look to Jesus. We don't have to do this alone. We're not supposed to do life alone. But the first step as part of your self-care, your soul care, is looking to Jesus and giving it all to him. He wants you to bring it to him. We're talking about self-care, but you're not relying on yourself. We're relying on what's going to help us function well so that we can be the moms that we need to be for our children so that we can operate as the women that we are called to be. So first steps to avoiding being a worn out mom, a worn out woman, is to cast your burdens onto the Lord. Look to him. Ask him to help you focus, let you know what to focus on in this season of your life. Because oftentimes we are doing a whole lot of different things and they may be great things, but they're too much for us to handle in this season of our lives. Something else is more important for us to do in this season in our lives, especially as moms. We already have a lot taking care of these babies of ours, right? You know, if you're married, you have another person that you gotta give your love and care and attention to. So what's most important in this season of your life, no matter how long that season is, it could be a week, a month, a few months, a year, what's most important in this season of your life to focus on? Ask God for clarity and direction, okay? Another thing to do to avoid or stop being a worn out mom is you have to start delegating. It's okay to delegate. We are not meant to be super moms, even though some people pride themselves with being super mom and super woman, but I want you to take that cape off, throw it in the trash and burn it, please. <laughs> Stop trying to save everybody because if you are ill in the hospital, in the mental institution, you can't save anybody. You're going to need the saving, right? So let's learn to start delegating. This scripture, Exodus 
chapter 18, verses 14 to 23, talks about Moses helping the Israelites, but doing it all alone. And it was becoming a lot for him. From day to night, the Israelites were coming to him for him to be a voice for them, you know, go to God for for them, to settle disputes for them. And when he was telling his father-in-law all of these things that he was doing for the Israelites, his father-in-law was not happy about it. He was asking, you know, who's helping you? You're helping all these people, but who is helping you? You're going to wear yourself out, just like we're talking about, right? That burnout. You feel like you have to do it alone. You receive this assignment from God. You feel like you're supposed to do it on your own but it's wearing you out. So it is okay to ask for help. That's how some of the judges came to be. Moses took the instructions from his father-in-law and went back and got some help from the Israelites so that everyone was not always coming straight to him unless needed. So we have to learn how to delegate in our homes, at work, and whatever we're working on, whether it's business, ministry, our homes. We have to learn to delegate tasks so other people can help us. I know, I know, I know. Sometimes we want to do things to be sure that they are done our way, (laughs) but our way is not always the only way. And other people have to learn, right? So for example, starting in our home, our children have to learn how to cook. They have to learn how to clean, wash themselves, dress themselves, speak up for themselves. They have to learn these different skills or they're going to be behind in certain areas or when they grow up, they're not going to have certain skills that they need or they're going to struggle. And of course, we don't want our children to struggle in different areas. So how do we combat struggling? By helping. And when I say helping, not doing it all for them. So we have to teach them what to do and of course, allow them to make mistakes. I know this is the part that we all dread. You know, maybe you want them to wash the dishes and they did not wash wash them to your standards. You can still look at some of the glasses and they're dirty. Well, how are they going to learn? They're going to have to learn how to maybe rewash those dishes. So it is okay. It's not causing more work for you, although it may feel like it, but they're not going to learn unless you teach them. So be patient with yourself, be patient with them and learn to start delegating tasks and it will get easier for them to do and it's going to take some of that load off of you, okay? So we talked about delegation. One thing that women, especially moms, have a hard time doing is asking for help or even accepting help. So sometimes our spouse, our significant other, our friends, our moms and dads, we have people in our corner who want to help, but You may feel like you're going to look weak if you accept the help or that you're struggling and you may actually (laughs) be struggling in these different areas. So go ahead and accept the help. Some people, we feel like they may ask for help all the time or they're wanting too much from you. And that's how you may feel when you're wanting to ask for help, but it's okay. What's the worst that they can tell you? No, right? Or maybe they can't do it right now. But maybe another time, oh, I can't help you with X, Y, and Z this week, but I can help you next week. They already know that you need help. So they may make plans for another time to help you. And guess what? This is the same thing that you should be doing also, which is actually called boundaries. So 
sometimes we feel burnt out because we are not putting up boundaries. We feel like if someone asks us a question, we have to say yes, or we are quick to say yes, instead of taking the time out to step back and think about if we can really help this person right now without adding too much on our plate and burning out, right? So sometimes we do have to say no to other people, just like sometimes somebody may have to say no to you. It is okay to say no. You know, we do it respectfully, right? We're godly women, so we want to do it respectfully. And sometimes no doesn't mean never, ever, ever. Sometimes it might just mean not now. So maybe I can't help you right now, but I can help you later. I can't help you now, but next week. Sometimes you may have to plan in advance when you can do certain activities whether you're helping somebody else or even if it's for yourself. Sometimes you just have to take a step back and wait. Everything is not always in high priority, even though it may seem like it. Take time to respond to somebody, you know, before you say yes. It may even be something that you actually want to do. But as moms, we're already busy. So sometimes we need to take a step back and let someone know, let me check my schedule first. Or let me talk to my spouse first. Let me see what the plans are before I give you this yes. Because the last thing you want to do is give somebody a yes. And then you have to turn around and tell them no later, right? And again, if you do make that mistake of telling somebody yes, and you see that something is too much for you, apologize and let them know that you forgot that you had X, Y, and Z to do, or you were taking on too much and didn't realize that adding this one extra activity is going to be too much for you. So we just have to learn how to communicate with our loved ones, communicate with other people who are on our teams, whether that's at work, ministry, whatever it is, just learn to communicate. We're not going to always please everybody or sometimes some people have to get used to you starting to say no because they're so used to you saying yes. So lots of yeses oftentimes lead to burnout. So don't be afraid to say no to things that will cause added stress, overwhelm, burnout. Again, those things can lead to illnesses and we need to be healthy and tip top shape so we can Take care of those who we love, again, without burning out. We want to be energized. We want to be focused. We want to be loving life, enjoying life, having peace, prioritizing peace in our life so we can be healthy and happy moms. So recap, we are going to go to God for direction and clarity on what we should be focusing on in this season of our life. We are going to learn to say no to avoid burnout, no or not yet. We're going to learn to delegate. We're going to learn to accept help and ask for help. And also we are going to learn how to prioritize our time, how to focus on what's most important in this season of our life. So oftentimes we have so many things on our to-do list. We're in so many different activities on so many different committees, or we have our children and all these different activities and committees and the list goes on and on and on. But I want you to ask yourself, how many of these activities do you truly enjoy doing? Sometimes we are doing things just because somebody asked us and we didn't want to say no. Sometimes we are doing these activities because they sound good. So you go ahead and say yes. Sometimes they are truly things that like, oh, this is my dream. I've been wanting to do this. I want to do it right now. Again, sometimes we have to take a step back and see if this is the right time to focus on those particular activities. Sometimes we have our children in all these different activities and our children don't even want to be in these activities. So let's start prioritizing what's best for us at this time? What's best for our children at this time? Do our children enjoy these activities? 
And do we have them in too many activities? Because sometimes we feel like they need to be in this activity and that activity. Sometimes you might just need to choose one, maybe just one during the fall, one during the summertime, or if it's an all year thing, maybe just one thing, period. Unless your child actually wants to be in more activities. And again, if they are in so many different activities that it's taking a toll on you, again, you might have to let them know, okay, we're going to pick one thing or one or two things instead of this whole long list of different activities you want to do. So you have to focus on how to prioritize what's best for ourselves, what's best for our children, and what can we do without burning out. Again, maybe it's not the best time to do it, but it's not saying that we can never do it. Maybe for this month, you can focus on this activity. And another month when you don't have a lot on your plate, you can go all in. Sometimes we can't focus on a certain activity at all in this particular season of our life. Maybe we can take baby steps to start getting the ball rolling. And there may be some times when, again, we can go all in. So what I want you to do is just take time out, talk to God about it, reflect on it yourself. You know, maybe you want to journal, write those things down, do, do a little brain dump and see what's most important in your life right now. What can you do for your own self-care? What can you do for your children? And of course, even their self-care, taking good care of them. How can you be of great value in your home, on your job, in your career, your ministry, whatever you're working on? How can you be of great value to these organizations? And when I say of great value, that means you cannot be in a burnt out state because you're not going to bring your best self forward. So how can you be of great value? Does that mean stepping back, (laughs) getting more help, or taking something completely off of your to-do list? It is okay to let some things go. Sometimes we have to let things go in order to play full out in our lives. So let's go ahead and close out, mamas. Father God, I pray for the mama listening to me today who is joining me for another episode of the She is a Nourish Mom podcast. I pray that she is healthy, that she is happy. If she is feeling overly stressed, overwhelmed, or burnt out in any area of her life, whether that's in motherhood, in her marriage, in her career, in her friendships, all those different areas of her life, if she's feeling like a worn out person in any area of her life, I pray that you will take away the burdens from her, Father God. Talk to her and have her cast her burdens onto you and let I want her to allow you to heal her, to give her direction and focus. I pray that she receives the help that she needs to be a healthy and happy mom and a healthy and happy woman. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So mama, go ahead, check the show notes and get that list of scriptures that will teach you about self-care. If you haven't done that already in the previous episodes, it's going to be scriptures that can reflect on that discusses self-care so we can take good care of ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually and be winning moms and not worn out moms. Until next time, bye-bye, take care and have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to the She is the Nourish Mom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with a mommy friend who needs to hear this message. Connect with me on social media at She is a Nourished Mom. And let me know your ahas and takeaways from this week's episode. Until next time, keep nourishing yourself, mama.